welcome to another episode of The Unique Radio's Manifest Monday Show. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton, and every Monday at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, we release a new episode to help you learn more about the power of manifesting. The more you listen, the more you'll learn. On the second Monday of each month, our sponsor, Jillian Harris, joins us. Visit her at theconsciouscougar.com and learn more about how she uses the power of color, energy, thought, emotions, and crystals to help her manifest and how she can help you learn how to manifest even better. Call 516-418-5651 on the second and fourth Mondays at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time when I am live with Jillian or possibly other guests. Be sure to follow The Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio or your other favorite platforms so you don't miss a single one of our most popular podcasts. Now let's get to today's topic. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad you're here. Um, We actually have a caller, Lisa from Connecticut. How are you, Lisa? I'm very good, thank you. How are you today? I'm fabulous because I want to be fabulous. And that's how I live my life. Um, A while back, well, at the beginning of COVID, I found myself like so many others in a slump and just feeling unhappy. And then I remembered that I can manifest my own happiness by just wishing it. And so we're going to talk a little bit today about manifesting. You said before the show that you know nothing about it, right? Nothing, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So um, one of the questions that I've been asked a lot is, um, how is manifesting different from having your prayers answered? And a lot of people follow that up with, but why aren't my prayers being answered? And then if they're not worried about the prayer aspect, they'll ask, why am I not manifesting the things that I want? And there's a lot lot of reasons, and we could go a long, long time talking about that, but I'll give you kind of the short answer. Manifesting isn't really different from praying and receiving miracles. It's kind of a perspective issue. Uh, Lisa, have you ever heard of the movie The Secret? Yes, I have. Have you heard of the law of attraction? I have. I okay, do not do you understand. Know what that means? Nope. I, okay. I pray all the time. I do pray constantly, incessantly. Well, and, and that's good. Prayer, I am a, a firm believer in prayer. In fact, a lot of people will say, Mary, so-and-so is sick or such-and-such has happened. Will you start a prayer train? And I always do because I believe that the more people that are praying for one thing, the more uh, opportunity there is for the person to receive it. And, you know, prayer is something we can do physically or mentally emotionally, but it's all energetically. The the energy of prayer is kind of like, uh, I, I don't know why this image came to mind, but if you have a drink 
and you're um, say say you've got a glass of I don't know a juice and it's got ice in it. Well, you put a straw in it and you start sucking that juice out, then you don't have to worry about the ice, correct? Yes. So, um, so you can use that straw to get the juice straight from the glass into your mouth and the ice stays in the glass. To me, that's kind of what, what I envision prayer like. Prayer, The juice is the prayer. The straw is the... Um, the tool that we use, which, you know, for a lot of people, you say you pray incessantly. So um, that means you're always living a life of prayer. And that that can take a lot of different meanings. I mean, I just watched a a really cool movie last night called Father Stew. It's based on a true story. Interesting. It's on Netflix. Netflix is not my sponsor. Netflix, if you're listening and you want to sponsor this show, Hit me up, 516-418-5651. Let me know. But my point is, it's a really good show. It's about a an atheist who becomes a Catholic priest and the journey that takes him there. He has a life-altering moment where um, he's tragically hit and run over by a hit-and-run driver. And... Um, Basically, they call his family and say, you know, say your last respects because he's he's never going to live. And he wakes up because of this near-death experience that he's had. We're not all going to have that kind of experience, but we do. And when we do, they, you know, it's very changing, very uh, life-altering. My point is, though, that manifesting is very much like that when when if you and i pray together lisa that's more powerful than you praying by yourself wouldn't you say definitely okay and if we have another caller i don't know who it is i'm going to ask them and then i'll continue this thought and see who this is hi there who's calling oh this is donna hello how are you Hi, Donna. I recognize your voice. (laughs) (laughs) So if if Donna and Lisa and Mary are all praying, wouldn't you agree that that's more powerful than just one person praying? Yes, I I do think so. Yeah, you you, by yourself is powerful as well. Exactly. And you what happens, this is my theory, is that it's all energetically. That's like taking that same straw with the glass of juice, and instead of having one straw in there, you put three straws. You can suck up a lot more juice a lot quicker than if you're just using one straw. And, yeah. uh, I mean, if you've ever had a glass of boba tea, you, they have really big, thick straws just so that you can get the little boba out of the bottom. If you have a Twizzler for like a coffee just to stir it, you can suck through it, but it's going to take a little longer. So you put the three or 3,000 or 3 million people praying at the same time. That's why when there's a tragedy in the world, people are saying, pray for Ukraine, pray for Puerto Rico, pray for the 
people that are dealing with floods or drought or whatever. And the more people that are praying, the more manifesting we're doing, the more. It's not that God hears one person's prayer better than another or that God will grant the request if a thousand people. But also, if you think about if you're a kid and you you want something and you nag your mom, nag your mom, nag your mom, you're either going to get leave me alone, go away, or you're going to get what you want. So if mom's got eight kids and they're all nagging for the same thing, she's probably going to give it to them quicker because she just can't handle eight at the same time. So in a way, that's how I envision God working. But if you look at manifesting from a perspective of, I don't really need to put this in someone or something else's hands. I can make this, I can take this power myself. It's all about energy. If you've taken any kind of religion or theology classes, especially the the religious aspect, we've been taught that God is love. God is, and and what is love other than an energetic force, right? So when we pray, we ask God for something. And if we get it, we call that a prayer answered or a miracle. We usually, if we're smart, we thank God. We say, thank you. I'm grateful for the gift or the grace or the blessing. And a lot of times we believe if we didn't get what we asked for, we weren't worthy. Prayer is very strong. But so is manifesting. And that's when we take charge of our thoughts instead of passively expecting things from God. When we realize that we are the gift from God, that we're a, a, I heard this once from, um, oh gosh, it's been so long ago, I forgot, more than 20 years. You're a God seed. You are you, you're you're the the product of your parents, correct? And if we are children of God, why would we not be the product of that parent? If we think of God as a loving father, or some of us think of God as a mother, I think of God as Gus, universe, spirit, source. And that makes it a lot easier to just say, hey, Gus, how you doing? This is what I want. But I also think that we don't need to ask for what we want without taking on a little more power for ourselves. Both manifesting and praying use energy. And they also use faith. Because when you pray or you ask others to pray for you, you're actually implementing what I call the first rule of manifesting. And that is speak your dreams into existence. If you don't speak or write or act on your dreams, they're just going to be dreams or they're just going to be prayers. And you, a lot of people have a prayer journal, which is what I use. I have had a prayer journal. Currently I'm using what I call a manifest journal. And it helps you um, realize the way you're asking or the way you're making a statement and how it impacts the 
fulfillment of that statement. You're, you're putting forth an energetic request. So you can pray differently. A lot of people, as Lisa said, she, you're praying incessantly. Well, that to me means that you're probably praying while you're doing other things. Would that be correct, Lisa? Yes, cleaning, cleaning clothes, yes. Driving in the car. And and you can do that with manifesting, too. Um, a lot of people like to use prayer beads, rosaries, or books, or Bibles, or um, journals. You know, a lot of people use tools to pray. A lot of people use different tools to manifest. When Jillian Harris is on the show, she often talks about crystals. But she talks about also the, the, uh, the emotion behind your manifesting and the emotion behind your request or your statement. Um, you can make a manifest statement uh, dozens of ways. And as you get stronger in your, your knowledge, you'll learn how fast it is if you do it completely in the um, positive terms. You can't say, I wish, I hope, I want, or whenever, or what if. And I I catch myself doing this all the time, and then I have to remember, I can change this. I can strengthen it. And you strengthen your manifesting or your praying by speaking in positive terms, present tense. You tell God, you tell the universe, I mean business here. I'm not, I'm not just doing this for my health or I'm not just doing this because it's the thing to do. It's because I want something. Um, maybe one of the things that makes power, I mean, makes, uh, gives power to prayer as well as manifesting is faith. You have to have faith that God is going to respond to you. You have to have faith or belief that the universe is going to respond to this energy. And the law of attraction states that what you think about is what you get in your life. Have you ever, either one of you, I'd like for either one of you to answer this. Have you ever walked into a room full of people or, you know, half full of people, I don't care, five people, more than, more than three or four, and you notice either they're in clicks or you notice that you feel a certain way. Like you might feel good by just walking in the room or you might think, why did I even show up? Have you ever had that happen to you? Are we talking about high school? That's what life is. <laughs> High school or, or your job. Have you ever walk into your job? Okay, I'll give you an example. I had a job one time, and I was the receptionist. <clears throat> People walked in the door. I was the first person they saw. And they would, nine, well, four out of five days, they would look at me and say, what's the mood like in here today? Or how is she doing? And everybody knew who she was. And... You know, I would tell them, you better just get to your desk. It's a great day. Because if the boss wasn't happy, it set the tone for the entire office. And it, it's kind of that way with the the law of attraction. You know, if, if the boss is grumpy 
and then everybody are, everybody's walking in the door going, how is she? Then you know they're going to be kind of grumpy too because they're already prepared for that. But if, the, if you walk into a party, say it's a birthday party for somebody, and the cousin Jane is sitting in the corner and she's just um, sipping on her margarita and not talking to anybody. Are you going to want to go over and talk to Cousin Jane or are you going to want to go and talk to Grandma who's, you know, dancing on the top of the table? You feel the energy from both aspects, right? And that's what I'm talking about is you, the energy that we put out is the energy that we get back. And it's that way with, um, you know, whether we are speaking in positive terms you know, we say we mean this, but God will respond even to more powerful terms as much as he will respond to humble requests. And sometimes I think that if we speak with power and speak with belief and faith that this is what, this is what I want, I'm not settling for anything else, I believe that that proves I have faith. I believe that I, another, another rule of manifesting, believe that you deserve this. If you ever pray and think I'm not worthy, and I, I spent many, many years of my life praying, oh, Lord, I know I'm not worthy, but if you choose to, you can give me this. Why would I want to, when I know that I have the same power, I mean, I'm not trying to say that I am God. I'm just a tiny little God seed. I have, um, I have power of my own. And part of that power is to believe that I can receive what I want. Because the, the law of attraction states what you ask for is what you get. What you put out is what you receive. Um, thinking of energy... If you are a member of a, an outlaw gang, you're not going to be handing out um, trophies at the Little League baseball game. Little League, I don't think Little League, is that right? I don't know. I don't know my sports. But I, it's not likely that you're going to have a member of an outlaw gang giving good things to children. They're probably going to be indoctrinating them into their outlaw life so that's the energy you put out one energy you get that energy back you're not going to be getting um if if the only color in your universe is pink you're going to reject all the blue that there is does that make sense yeah y'all are the y'all are the quietest little audience i've ever had (laughs) um but it's all about faith. It's believing that you deserve it. And I'll give you an example. A couple of days ago, I was praying. We're, Be Unique is going to have a fundraiser event. We're calling it MetaFest. And it's a tabletop vendor event in Central Florida. We're having a variety of uh vendors and uh, demonstrators 
And that's where the meta comes in. You know, you think, oh, it might be a metaphysical. Mm-hmm. Well, it, there are some metaphysical things going on, but the majority of it is other things. We have artists. We're going to have belly dancers. We're going to have drummers. And then we're going to also have some psychics and some energy workers. But we didn't want to limit it to just one or the other. So uh, a couple of days ago, I was feeling pretty sorry for myself because the vendors have not jumped up and given me their money and said, I'm here, I'm here, don't forget me. They're kind of like, okay, um, I'm here. What what do I do? And I, I get it. This is our first time. They've never heard of this event. So this is all very new. But as I was thinking about this show today, I realized one of the reasons that we haven't had the gigantic turnout that I expected and wanted and thought I was manifesting was because I was saying, I hope we have a good turnout. God, please provide this for us. So as I was thinking about the show, I wrote this statement down. Thank you, Gus, for a very successful Metafest fundraiser on October 8th. And so it is, because that's how you create a statement that is present, powerful, positive language. And I know it's going to happen because I've already stated it. I've written it in my journal. And therefore, there's no reason for me to do any more work. I've already done all the hard work. I've sent out all the invitations. And if we have 25 people show up or if we have 25,000 people show up, it's still going to be very successful just because I've changed my perspective on how I receive and, and accept this success. Now, I think that when you manifest, you have to be willing just like I did, I, you, I changed along with my, my statement. I, I thought, oh, God, please let this happen, was working, and it wasn't. So I changed it to thank you for a successful event. And my perspective has changed. I, I was willing to change along with the dream because um, if, if I'm just going to sit there and ask and ask and be timid, Nothing's going to ever happen. You always have to maintain an attitude of gratitude. And that's why I always said, and thank you, Gus, because uh, that automatically starts me out with gratitude. And one of the other things that um, I always say that you have to do when you're manifesting is put action on your words. And I've already done that because I've already done, I sent out personal emails to over 1,700 possible vendors. And now it's up to them to come through at the last minute and say, I want a table. I want to to spot at this event. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, then that's okay too. I'm not going to, to sweat it anymore. So do you have any questions, Lisa or Donna? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Hello? I'm hearing some noise, but I'm not hearing any words. Can you hear me? 
Barely. You're very faint. Oh, I don't know why. Can Can you hear me now? I'm not going to hear you very well. Oh, sorry. Well, you set a fire under me. Thank you. Well, I'm glad. Um, We do this every Monday, um, unless I get lazy. (laughs) It's not always live. Sometimes I pre-record it so that there is actually a show on. And we've got lots of shows in the past with other guests that are even better at manifesting than I am. Uh, And I think I'm pretty darn good. I can tell you story after story of things that have manifested. But I'll tell you one real quick story about my mother. She would never have said she manifested a thing in her life. She prayed and she had miracles. And my mother had been a widow for about, I'm guessing, about five years. And she told me that she prayed that God would send her a man to keep her company because she was tired of asking her children and grandchildren to always come over and fix things. Now, my mother was a a young widow. She was in her 50s when my father died. So after five or six years, she prayed that God would send her somebody who could help her around the house with changing light bulbs or, you know, changing out door locks. Wasn't long after that because my mother was definitely a woman of very strong faith. She met Sid, who was the maintenance man at her job. They hit it off. They became good friends. And they started, uh, she wouldn't have called it dating, but the rest of us did. But Sid would come over to Mama's house and they'd have dinner together. She cooked and then he'd go sit down and watch TV and while she did the dishes. And then he'd fall asleep and about 11 o'clock she'd push him out the door and tell him to go home. And this happened for months. And finally, she got tired of pushing him out the door. She said, God, thank you for sending Sid to me. I appreciate it. He's very helpful. But maybe he's just not lively enough for me. Could you send me somebody with a little more spunk that can do the same thing Sid did? But maybe this guy will go to church with me. Well, maybe, I don't know, six or seven weeks later, A friend of the family called. His name is Tom. He and Juanita had been my parents' couple friend for years. They had six kids. My parents had eight. And so Tom called to tell my mother that Juanita had passed away. And after she expressed condolences and they started talking and she sent him a couple of cards and said, I know it's hard because, you know, Bud's been gone so long. Um, It's really hard, but, uh, you know, you can do it. You can make it. So after a while, Tom started coming over, and and they were both, um, they went to the same denomination but in different cities, but he would come over and come to church with her, and he'd pick her up and take her to his church from time to time. And he also would take her out to lunch, which she thought that was great. She didn't have to cook. A couple months passed, and Tom's in her kitchen. He's looking at the cabinet. The doors are falling off. It was an old house. He remodeled her kitchen for her. She paid for all the materials, but he did all the labor for free. And she was really enjoying the kitchen and bragging about them, the the cabinets to everybody. 
And one day they were walking out the door to go to church and Tom reached around and grabbed her on the butt. And he said, hey, old girl, why don't we skip church today and you pay for those cabinets? Well, my mother was absolutely appalled. And she said, well, hey, old man, why don't you get out of my house and never darken my doorstep again? So they they left, you know, they, they split as non-friends. And so my mother was just devastated. She said, she sat down and she prayed and she said, God, you've sent me exactly what I've asked for. So I'm going to ask you one more time. I want a male companion who will go with me to church or stay home. Or go to his own church. He'll do whatever I tell him. He'll eat my leftover. I don't need somebody who's going to be trying to get, you know, treat me like I'm his wife and we're not married. I just want a male companion. Well, it didn't take long and she met Duke. I'm telling you, my mother was a woman of ultimate faith. She met Duke and Duke was everything that she could have asked for. The only problem with Duke was he was a basset hound who'd run away from home. And because he had run away from home, of course, his owners came and found him. And my mother said, you know, I'm just going to stop praying because God answers my prayers. And that's really what manifesting is all about. You, you know, My mother stated her fact. She, she stated her request with, you know, I, this is what I want. Exactly. These are all the details that I want. And I'm not going to accept anything different. And she always thanked God for sending her, even though it wasn't, it didn't work out the way she wanted it to. But um, that was the, that was the way it was with her. And she was a woman of faith. And I have that same faith, but I, I tend to, instead of directing it to uh, you know, a, a church religious God, I would direct it to the God of the universe. And I've got dozens of those stories. I love that she didn't settle. She could have just let the guy that sat in the chair and slept stick around. But she yeah, didn't she settle. Could have, but she, she was not one to settle. And she she knew that he was not going to be the man that would make her happy. And she did eventually, when she was 78, she got married. Another couple friend, Harold and uh, uh, Virginia, had been friends of my mom and dad's. And it was one of those same situations where when Virginia died, Harold called my mother and they courted for a while. And I remember she told me one day, she said, Mary, he's taking too long. I said, Mama, he's 80. How fast can he move? And then when they got ready to get married, he started wanting, he wanted to rush the marriage. And she said, Mary, he's moving too fast. I said, Mama, he's 80. How fast can he move? And uh, Harold lived, he, you know, they were married for a year and then he passed on. And then she lived another uh, five or six years after that. But she, she eventually got the man that she was looking for. Because after Duke... She said, you know what, God, I'm just going to chill out. I'm not even going to ask you for anything else because maybe I don't know how to ask anymore. I see we have another caller. Let me see who that is. We've got about 13 or 14 minutes left. Hello there. Hello. Who am I talking with? Uh, 
Michelle from Florida. Hi, Michelle. Hey, are you a psychic? Did you have a question for us? Yes, I did. Are you a psychic? I am. I'm claircognizant. I'm not clairvoyant. Um, you can ask your question, but I can't promise you an answer. If I know the okay. answer, I'll give it to you. I'm one of those okay. people. I well, just know things, but I don't know how I know them. Right. Well, my husband's having problems with swallowing and stuff, and we went to the hospital, and they didn't find anything, but um, he's got to go see a, a, a digestive doctor. You know, he did have a, um, what do you call it, a hernia, but they didn't see it this time. But anyways, he's going to see a doctor, and I'm like, what do you see going on with that? I don't see much because that's not the way I work, but um, I, I feel a sense of peace. And because um, we're, we're talking about manifesting, and I was just telling how my mother prayed instead of manifested and got certain things in her life. But um, Michelle, uh, on Mondays, well, actually, we're going to start in October. We are going to have a psychic come on. We haven't determined the time for her yet. So sometime after Manifest Monday in the afternoons, we will be having, I'm not sure what the show is going to be called, but Elisa Kaler, we used to do transformational pieces with her. And I think uh-huh. Donna has heard, has had readings with her. Haven't you, Donna? Anyway, um, she her her schedule has changed, so she's now working on Tuesdays, and she can't do the show at that time. But she'll be doing it with us on Mondays. But you know, have to come back in October because that's when we're starting that one. Okay, that'd be awesome. But yes, manifestation really does work. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, yeah. There's a, well, there's a uh, show called The Secret of Manifestations or something like yes. that. I can't remember what it was. It's really good. Well, the secret is based off of the law of attraction, and the law of attraction basically states that what you put out is what you get. Prayer, we were talking earlier, prayer is an energy form. It's a form, I mean, a form of energy. And manifesting is nothing more than energetically stating what you want and believing. It's very similar to faith, and it basically is based on your perspective. You know, if you're raised in a church uh, as you were growing up, you're going to believe in God and you're going to believe in prayer and faith. You'll have faith that your prayers will be answered. If you were raised in a church, you believe all that, but you also, if you've moved into more of a spiritual life, then you also think in terms of, um, I have this energy power as well. I just need to state what I want expect it, believe that I deserve it, and sit back and wait for it. But you do have to put some action on your words. Right. And we were talking about that earlier. I don't know if you listened to the whole show or not, but we were, no, we were I talking didn't. about how um, I, over the weekend I was praying, 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 because, and I was feeling very despondent because we're having a fundraiser for my nonprofit, and we weren't getting the results I wanted. And I spent, I sent out over 1,700 invitations, and 
might have gotten 20 or 30 responses. And I'm thinking, that's not enough. And so I prayed and prayed, and that's all I did all weekend was pray. And then as I was thinking about this show, I changed that into a manifest statement. And I call God Gus, G-U-S-S, God, Universe, Spirit, Source. I cover all my bases. And I just said, thank you, Gus, for a very successful manifest on on October 8th. And so as soon as I did that, I stopped feeling despair. I felt like I've taken control of the situation. Right. I see another caller. Let me see who that is. Y'all hang on. I'm leaving everybody's mic on so you can talk whenever you want to. All right. Well, I, well, I brought them in and they hung up on me. <laughs> so I guess it's just the oh, three no. of them. It's okay. It happens. I think I was bringing her in. I couldn't hit the button to kick her off, but I don't think so. I think I said it was good. I think I heard her. You did hear her? I thought so. That was, that was me saying, does your husband have a hiatal hernia? Uh, yes, he does. I'm going to give you my phone number. Call me up, 860-757. Oh, no. I, Hold I, on. Let me I can, because no, I let had me. one in the shop and I got rid of it. Well, Lisa, oh, really? why did you share that with us? How did you get rid of that number? Magazine. Eight six zero seven. Eight six zero. Seven five seven. Seven five seven. Three zero. Three zero two five. Two five. All right, I will call you. Call me because I was in my doc. My doctor put me in a magazine because I got rid of it. They couldn't believe it. Oh wow. Do you mind sharing your story on the air, Lisa? I hope I remember everything. First of all, there's an exercise you can see on YouTube. When he gets up in the morning, he drinks three Before they they tested you again. 
Oh, they didn't test me again for eight years. You can't just go in to get an endoscopic ultrasound for the heck of it. But I was, I was better in a few months. Wow. Yeah, you worried me, you know. Did you have trouble, like, choking on food or swallowing? It's because the food is kind of, it stays in the esophagus. It doesn't go down. Oh. Get him a juicer and put him on a period diet for a few weeks. Give him his digestive system a rest. Right. That's a good idea. If that all fails, they have this this heavy ring that they put around the bottom of your stomach, which I didn't want, and it keeps your stomach in place. Wow. Yeah, he's a miracle. I've had other people do it, and it works. And it works? It works. I was in um, First Magazine. December of 2019, the special edition. When I call you, I'm going to write all that down so I can show it to them. <laughs> well, that's I'm driving right. we got Yeah, I'm driving right now. <laughs> you get better. You just have to do it. And men, <laughs> men don't like to do things like that. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm, I was blessed to call in today, I'll tell you. You never know what you're going to find. Sometimes, and, and Michelle, you can't. You call looking for a spiritual answer, but you got a physical answer. And yes, I, I think because you, you, the answer. Yeah. I think he leads us to people, you know. Exactly. Well, ladies, I'm we're so about out of time. Is there anything else anybody can answer for anybody over here? <laughs> well, with that, I'm going to say goodbye and thank you all for joining the show. I'm very, very grateful to have have you all on here. Grateful for thank you today. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye. Hi. Thank you for listening today. Remember to come back every Monday at 11 a.m. for another Manifest Lesson. The second and fourth Mondays I am live and my guests always have something interesting to share. Be sure to follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio or your favorite platform and check out all our other Manifest Monday shows. If you have questions, want me to guide you on your manifest journey, or would like a transcript of this show, just reach out to me through BeUnique.org or email me at ManifestMondayShow at gmail.com. Until then, stay present, stay positive, and always remain grateful. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton. Thank you for joining us today.